Yeah. We happen to be on. You don't like do an intro or anything? We will, we will get there. <laughs> we will get there. This is the intro. You know what, Sadler? This is your chance to just sit back and be the interviewee. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not going to... I'm going to stop controlling the situation. <laughs> she flips me. over be, her phone. Yeah. It's off. The phone away. Enjoy. Have a sip of champagne. Ooh. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we are with Kat Sadler. The one and only Kat Sadler. E-News. Who happens to be not only one of our best friends, yes, but an incredible host on E News, and it's a little intimidating. I know trying to interview Kat. Sadler. I know <laughs> she's the professional interviewer. She's interviewed everyone from Johnny Depp to Leonardo DiCaprio. Who are you like the most nervous to interview? Mm, God, I mean, uh, it's like Angelina Jolie. It's so literally many. any celebrity. Angelina makes you of. pretty freaking nervous. <sighs> not gonna lie. I mean. I don't know that she means to, but she she kind of doesn't make it easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people do, and she's she one like of those who's yeah, she's, she's an icon. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But like um, Meryl Streep, she's pretty big. She's big, big Meryl deal. Meryl Streep is the bomb. I love her, and I like she's probably one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah. So I was nervous with her too, but same thing. Very maternal, very I loving, love and open, and cool, and gracious. And she, but was you're amazing. like you're so cool and awesome, and I can't even imagine like if when you're interviewing someone that they feel a kindred spirit with you because you, Cat is very all about the secret and her cat formations and living a positive and healthy life. And she's got her family and it's, you're such a pure and honest and positive person that I imagine when you're interviewing someone, it comes across in such a natural and easy way that they automatically feel this bond with you. I hope so. I'm sure that's your opinion. I love you for that. I think that's why you're so good at what you do. And by the way, Kat and I have been best friends for 10 years. And that voice is JC. Of Damsel in the Hi. UR, who we also haven't introduced Hi. at the table. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and DJ while, Grant the house. While we're, amazing. While we're at it, while we also it. have another guest at the table, which is Ginger, your lovely assistant. Well, that is actually, sorry, that deserves a better introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger, you can say something. She, no, hold on, hold on. Before you say something, now here's why I get back in my control position. Assistant is like, of her job. She is so much more than that. She's the digital director of my website and all things The Catwalk, my blog. So she's a coder. She's a style aesthetic. She's a digital guru. Like everything she does that's out there on the internet is pretty much her brain and her skills and her genius Uh, and an assistant and might like buy groceries and might pick up my kids from school. And yes, she does do some of that stuff, but and she's more than that. And you force her to be on a podcast <laughs> with your friends. I know. We're like, sorry, Ginger, you have to be on it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I bought Kitty Litter yesterday. See so. what I mean? Hello. <laughs> there we go. What? So what is the catwalk while, we, while you brought it up? Like, It's funny. I was on television on E! News for almost 10 years. and um, And then like Twitter was born. And knowing that I'm a creative at the core, um, I never had an outlet. So for me, that's really what it was, is just hold on all these like girls from these amazing places. I can't believe our shows in Australia or South Africa or wherever. Um, and they'd start asking me things. Where'd you get your lipstick? Or, oh, I want that dress. And how do I get those shoes? And where did you buy that? Blah, 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 blah. And then, and because I was armed with amazing stylists and makeup artists every single day, I wasn't one of those girls that just sat there and was like the receiving end. I was collaborating. I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I like this lip. I like this lash. I like this. Da, 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 da. So I was like, how do I create a bit of a um, offering where mm-hmm. I can share those things that I've learned along the way with my quote unquote audience slash 
bands, oh, you know, around the world that are like, we want to like almost have more of an exchange with you. So the catwalk is my blog and Ginger was there at the very early days of that. Mm-hmm. When was that technically? January, two and a half years ago. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, a, I mean, it is completely utterly taken off. I am obsessed with the catwalk and I love your newsletters. It's my favorite thing ever, Ginger. You go, girl, you go. Kat got Ginger, and I was like, okay, okay, because I was Kat's assistant. I was like, you know, and I'm Come like, on. all right, girl. Oh, you're so depressed that and you're not anymore. Like, no, oh, but yeah. I was a little protective. Yeah, you weren't wearing Chanel. You didn't have a closet like the one I was just in when you were my assistant. I think in the beginning, though, when you when you, when Ginger came, and we might have been in New York, and I'm like, okay, Ginger, this, what is, you what got? You need, this is what you need to know. You need to know that you have to tell Kat that she needs to arrive somewhere 30 minutes before she actually needs oh, to be there. Did she tell you that? <laughs> I lied to you on all of your times. And I was like, oh, she doesn't get mad at me, but she told me mm-hmm. to. So That's I was like, so now good. I do that. I, I lied to, to you every day. Six. She, you need to tell her that it's 530. The amazing thing about JC, because she is like the most multi-talented person I know. Yes, I play oh. piano. Yes, I run a blog. Oh. Yes, I run a company. All these things. And it's like highly annoying. Um, but she was was an assistant in the early days at E! News and a lot uh, you were an assistant one of the biggest producers in Hollywood like but you inherently knew how to do that like people just don't like you could give a whole course on how to be an assistant I just she just picks up the phone she gets shit done (laughs) it's amazing and I actually googled you for the first time today (laughs) trying to do some are we gonna go on a date this is like serious well do people who go on dates you google you first everybody who you nobody goes on a date without googling somebody anymore before my time like uh, i didn't do that i googled you mr grant levitt and nothing yeah i've purposely done that (laughs) that's why you're still here (laughs) job all done (laughs) you've ruined that for me (laughs) sorry we have like five pictures that pop up anyway mr damsel mr damsel googled cat sadler before the interview and you were in one of the greatest movies of all time is that true Coosiers yes I had no idea that fun fact do you love that movie as much as I do it's amazing has JC even seen it actually I don't think (laughs) the the real question is if we saw it would we see you I don't know where you're in yes you would okay do you want the whole story please okay so little backstory of Cat Sadler not a lot happens in Indiana and I this is honestly I can credit this moment in my life to be one of those pivotal moments that kind of takes you on a journey that like wow that was the moment when but I was in seventh grade, maybe sixth grade, actually. Yeah, because I was 11. I was in sixth grade, and I lived in Martinsville, Indiana, a very small town. And Amy Young, my one of my good friends, his dad said, wow, girls, they're making a movie in Indiana. We'd have to drive from Martinsville, Indiana, all the way up to the city. And we're going to go to Indianapolis, Indiana, because... Big time actors are making this movie about basketball. Do you guys want to go? You would be extras and you have to dress like you're in the 60s and da 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 da. And I was immediately, I'd been in a couple plays at that point. I loved theater at that point. I was like, a movie? Oh my God, on a Friday night? This is so cool. And so I remember I had a little bob at the time. I had like this little bob and I dressed in a little red cardigan sweater and had like a little plaid skirt and I wore knee high socks. And my mom helped me out. And I went with Amy Young and her dad up to Hinkle Fieldhouse, which is where the Butler Bulldogs play. I don't yeah. know Butler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were filming a movie with now at the time I had no idea who they were. Barbara Hershey and Gene Hackman and like, hello, what's his name? The coach? Help me out. Gene here. Hackman. No, but- not, I'm sorry. Not the coach, but the, the drunk dad. Oh, uh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. I mean, these were huge actors. And I didn't know, of course, I was 11. But anyway, I just took one night of shooting and it was just the coolest thing ever. That's crazy. In this gym. 
Exactly. That does not happen in Indiana. So I was in the rafters. I was in the front row just above the scoreboard. And I just remember the director would be like, okay, it's the championship scene. And he was on like a... um, Megaphone thing. Thank you, megaphone thing. And he was like, ready, here we go. And then it was like, act like you're excited or act like, oh my God. You're like, no, I am excited. Oh, I was so excited. (laughs) And I was in the front row. So to answer your question. Yes. Yes. If you like watch the whole movie and then you pause the DVD, I can go, that's me. And I'm like, we have to do it. We're going to watch it tonight. But it, I got the bug. I mean, that's what that really was about. Because yeah. I was like, that was cool. Yeah, where that's did that take? Did that really give you the bug? Like, it where really did that did. take you? It really did. Because about that time, I really started, I was honestly acting a lot back then. I was like in all the, I was in the high school plays and musicals when I was in middle school, which was a really big deal in Indiana. But I I loved, I loved the stage. That was how I really like, I was in show choir and music and da, da, da. I loved the whole acting So what thing. if you weren't in that film? What do you think you would be doing? I don't know. I probably would still have been in theater, I think. You always had the itch, the bug. Yeah. And then when my best friend at the time from college, she was very smart and got through college quicker than I did, moved out to Santa Monica when I was still at IU, which is where I went to college. She was like, you belong in Hollywood. Come on. <laughs> live on my couch. Live on my couch. And I was like, really? And that was when I went to California for the first time when I was like 22. And then I got out here and then the rest was, I was like, okay. Well, not the rest is history. How do you become a host on E! News after that? Oh, was this so boring? No, not, it's well, not. Because Kat, Kat was a host on, on in San Francisco. She was hosting the local news channel there, correct? Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Long story short, I just remember when I walked into E-News the first day, and we can tell the funny <laughs> story about the way Kat and I first met, which is hysterical. Um, my Her executive producer at the time, my boss, Bob Lifton, I, he said he's always, he was, took such pride in this. He he like loved that he like found Kat Sadler. He's like, I found her. I don't even know if there's truth to this. No, probably it is. is it? He, he well, said that he ran across her headshot and she was sitting Indian style with a pair of jeans on or something and just like casual and eating a slice of pizza. With braids. With braids in her hair. And bangs. And, and he was like, that girl is cool and awesome and laid back and she's relatable and she's like the girl's girl the girl next door that's the girl we need to hire for this show because they had cast the other two people and they were looking for one more well that's not true okay that's most of that was that's that the story, the story? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait no. Jace, let's make up the story and then <laughs> she was nominated for an Oscar. no the story's better because they hadn't hired anybody and i was actually the first Shut one up. Locked, and I that's the weird that. part of the story yeah is that he oh, thank God for Bob Lifton. Let's all just have a moment I of love silence. Bob Lifton. And by the way, Steve Sekaris and a handful of other executives. I was a, a mom handful. of two living in Indiana, mind you. Which isn't a common theme for E! News hosts to be hired at this time. This is 10 years ago. Exactly. With a mother of two children from Indiana. Like, yeehaw. To their credit, Ted Harbert, who, by the way, is like a high, high, high he was a up CEO. executive now. He was the CEO and president of E! at the time and who is now a huge executive at NBC. He, quote unquote, discovered me. Yeah. Um, but to your point, I was like, I came out for those auditions and I was in the room with national, nationally known television personalities. Were you nervous? Debbie Matinopoulos from The View. I know. Um, like the girl from VH1, Rachel Perry, who was like on the cover of Maxim. Like, and I was like this mama too. And I did local news. And I was like this, just to even be in their You presence. had just moved from Indiana to San Francisco to do local news in a bigger market. And you're being thrown in this room with all this big talent doing these interviews 
on camera reading prompter and oh, everything. Oh yeah, Chris uh, from The Bachelor, who you guys love, Chris Harrison, <gasps> Chris Harrison. Oh. was up for The Daily Ten, didn't get it. Oh. <gasps> Stop. Yeah, Sal he auditioned it. for The yeah, Daily I, Ten. I read with him. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. Swear to God. You know I'm obsessed That's with The Bachelor. That's how I know him. Yeah. Is this live? Is the, what, the questions no, we, are live. We pre-recorded their questions. <laughs> and my answers. <laughs> Let's see if this works. We're going to try our first call ever. This is our very first ever podcast call. Who are we talking to here? This is to, Maddie. I might have to Snapchat. Let's see if oh she Oh my answered. God, it's not Maddie, my former intern. I don't No, not from New York. I don't think. We'll find out soon. Yes, this we will. This is what's exciting. Hello. Hi, is this Maddie? Hi, yeah. Hi, this is Grant. We're calling you on the podcast with Kat and JC. Hi. Awesome. Hi, guys. Hi, this is JC. Hi, Maddie. This is Kat. How are you? Hi, how are you guys doing? Welcome. We're, We're excited that you answered your first call You're ever. our very first call on our very first <laughs> podcast, and thank you oh, so much for I'm being honored. guest. We're very excited. Wait, where are you? Where do you live? Uh, I live in North Hollywood. Oh, oh my God, you're just down the street from us. Don't tell her your address. Wait a minute. <laughs> come over. <laughs> are you drinking? Because we are. <laughs> you need to come over and party with us. So I know you had a question, Maddie. What was your question? Yeah, since, uh, JC, since you're having Kat on the podcast, I wanted to ask you guys um, how you maintain such a great friendship in Los Angeles ever well... since I moved here. You know, I haven't had a lot of time to like, meet new friends or like catch up with old ones and it's just been hard and you guys are so adorable and <laughs> your snapchats and everything oh you're making us cry. i know we're over here like <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so nice wow um oh, this is like so the story sweet. like a big question always this for people so moving sweet. to la right like that's a a very you know, that's typical such a good question too because the long so answer important. is just that um, we live very different busy lives mm -hmm. and we don't even live that far from each other, but we both are have like That's kind true. of like demands of like, we both work long hours, you know, we're both, I was married. I'm still kind of married. I have children. Like we're both like going a hundred miles a minute all the time. JC's on an airplane every other day. And it is pretty miraculous that we maintain a closeness, even mm -hmm. though we don't spend a lot of physical time sometimes together. We can go like a month and not yeah. even see each other. It's pretty amazing. I feel like we're in communication with one another, like either via Snapchat or text messaging or something like to, like earlier today. I haven't seen Kat in like two weeks, maybe, give or take. Actually, it was maybe a week. Well, it was my birthday. <laughs> it was four days ago. But anyway, but like I'll be like shopping and I'll like see something that I'm like, oh my God, this will look great on Kat and I'll text it to her. It's, I think it's just like keeping the lines of communication open. And honestly, I think another important thing is when friends don't give each other shit for the fact that they haven't hung out in a while. Mm -hmm. I don't really like friends that are like, oh my God, bitch, we like never hang out anymore and I haven't seen you in like three weeks. It's like, all right, well, you just wasted 30 seconds of time we could be like catching up, talking about the fact that we haven't seen each other in you know three weeks. So like we just really value the time that we have and we both realize that we are both very busy and and here or there. And then we also like to try to make time to take trips together. Mm -hmm. That's like really, really important for us to do. Yeah. Even we if it's make, a We have to carve it out. Yeah. Like when you get super busy, you carve out the time, you put something on the calendar. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think to your point, we're not, 
we're not, it's not like a need based relationship. It's not like needy. Mm-hmm. It's not like a relationship where it's like, but I haven't seen you and you haven't given me time. And I, but I probably why we are able to do that, I will say, and it is hard. You can't really manufacture this is that we do have history. And I think yeah. it's, we were very lucky that we'd met when we met. We were both like early in our careers here in LA and we went through a lot of shit. Like I was going through a divorce and you had just moved here. Mm-hmm. And, and that, those were the days when we were together yeah. every single day. And, and then she you would build sleep on, on the couch and I would crash oh. at her place. And now it's just like we kind of ride that wave, but we also nurture the relationship with like planning trips or like checking in with phone calls or whatever, you know. And that's kind of the lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Like for someone like Maddie just moved here or whatever, is that you got to be patient. Like yeah. LA, LA takes a minute to find LA that does. organic relationship. Right? LA is really, mm-hmm. LA is really tough to make friends. And I met Kat at work and that's how we became friends. But LA's tough to make new friends. It really is because it's like one huge suburb. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. I think like the advice if like you're looking to meet new people or I think like in your workplace or like going to like events or like networking events of sort I mean Ginger, do you Ginger is Kat's assistant who's who's sitting here looking adorable. <laughs> and she's much more than an assistant. Um, <laughs> we again called her by her wrong <laughs> top title. I'm sorry, Ginger. But, but Ginger's sorry. Maddie, Ginger's a good example of someone who like she befriends you know, the interns who work for my blog and stuff. And it it does take, it's almost like dating. You have to put yourself out Mm -hmm. there. You can't be too prideful or have to, you have to kind of be like, do you want to hang? Do you want to do stuff? Yeah, you really do. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of people that you, that I have worked with. And what you guys said in the beginning is not giving people shit for not hanging out in a long time. When I hang out with my best friend that I've known for eight years, we hang out, it could be a month. And mm-hmm. no one brings it up. We just say, oh, my God, how have you been? And it's just like we saw each other yesterday. Yeah, you pick up where you leave yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maddie, oh. are we a- answering I your know. question? Or we're over-answering. Yeah, no, this is awesome. <laughs> Did you have another question? I know. She's like, could I get to she's my next like, question? I know. Have we ruined your pasta dinner? It's burning. <laughs> no, you're good. You guys are good. It's still, it's still cooking away. Can I ask you a question, Maddie? Because I actually like Absolutely. to ask questions more than answer them. Um, I'm just curious because... I know why I like JC. I know why <laughs> I like to follow Damsel Viewer and her Snapchat. And and I hope some people care about what I put out there into the world. But why? I just love that you even know that we're friends. Like, what do you think's cool about just watching our journeys? I, I just, I'm really, yeah. truly fascinated by why you even notice. Yeah. Well, I just love um, you guys. Like, you're just super real about everything. And, you know, you don't try to put up this front that, your lives are perfect and everything's great. And a while ago, actually, or not a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, JC posted on her Instagram um, about, I think your following had slowed and mm-hmm. you're kind of bummed about that. And you asked for like feedback and you actually posted mine on your website. Oh, um, good. I said that I just loved that you guys were, you know, super relatable. And Aww. even though you obviously can afford clothes that I never could. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you got, it's just like, I love seeing, you know, your real life and everything. It's, it's great. It's something to aspire to. All right, Maddie. Well, we, we Aww. can't thank you enough for Maddie, being our first call. You were our very first call yeah. ever. I'm Aww, so, thank uh, you. I'm really happy. I owe you a cocktail. Hopefully it's not our last call. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If it is, we'll have a cocktail on no, both fronts. No, definitely friends. not. Our well, thank first you guys for calling. I love thank chatting you. with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll you. look for this podcast somehow coming to you in the near future. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Maddie. Sounds good. Looking forward to All it. All right, have a Bye. good night. Bye, guys. Oh, great. You kind of hung up on her. I mean... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a podcast. That it's was like exciting. Radio. I you didn't even know that sound still existed. That was so like AOL. Oh no, isn't it great? It's the best yeah. part. Yeah. I lo- that was so fun. That was our very first podcast call. She was great. I really, I wish she could like be sitting here with us drinking right now. We're going to do one more caller. Are you oh, down? Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, let's try this because they are on the East Coast. Oh, oh they're probably trying to go to bed. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I feel so... 8, 9, 10, 11. What time Ooh. is it? 11, it's 11 p.m. I love the ringing sound. I love it's, the ringing. As long as someone Hello? Hello. Hi, is this Lizzie? Yeah, it is. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, it's Grant. Thank you for answering. You're oh, on with JC hi. and Kat Sadler. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm so excited to be on. Good. Thank oh you for God. being on. You're on the first podcast the ever. The first podcast ever. This is JC and Kat's over there messing with her phone. And you're up late, or is this not late for you? No, I mean, it is a little late for me. I'm on the East Coast, and usually I try to get up early and work out, but it's Friday tomorrow, so I figured this was more exciting. Well, yeah, you also had a question, right? Yeah, no, I follow both of you guys on Snapchat, and I know you guys occasionally post about, like, going on runs or, like... I know, JC, you work with Chase sometimes, and I was just wondering, you guys both look so great. Like, what's your weekly routine? How do you balance, like, all the travel, all the drinking and going out together Uh and having fun, but, like, also still, like, balancing and looking good for camera? Oh. (laughs) As we both sip on daily. It's a daily um, challenge, I think. It's an ebb and flow. Yeah, and it's a consciousness, it I think. Is. It's like, I think, you know what comes to my mind when you ask that question is I feel like I'm probably more like everybody else than you think. Like, I go through these periods where I'm like strong, sleek, sexy, and I'm running a lot and I get on a routine. I'm doing hot yoga and I love myself, my body. I feel strong and uh, able. And then a month will go by and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man. I, life got away from me. I, my thighs are squishy and oh my gosh, I don't feel like I look the same on camera and I'm like self-loathing and I have the same thoughts that everybody else does. So I think it's just always coming back around. I think we're all, we need to give ourselves a break probably mm-hmm. and that real life does happen. And, and, but as long as you get back to it, it's always, you always feel better in the end, I think. Yeah. I, I go in ebbs and flows. Like I'll go like a month working out hard, 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 and then I'll take a month off. And this is going to sound crazy. Like I'm feeling quote unquote skinnier, not working out right now and watching what I eat versus when I'm working out, I feel stronger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What were you saying? You were saying a minute ago, Kat, that you, um, you've been trying to eat healthy and you haven't been eating meat lately and you've been eating fish and veggies and quinoa, but you feel bloated from it. And your nutritionist was telling you that like that's causing you to bloat. Whereas yeah. like you might not even feel as good as you typically feel eating like what did they say? You you speak. I'm speaking for you. No, no, I'm having an issue. This is way <laughs> more information me. than Lizzie really wants know, to know. I'm but sorry. <laughs> my let's, digestive system. <laughs> let's really get into it. <laughs> no, this is like all Kat and I talk about. We're like, oh my God, what did you eat today? Da, da, da. Yeah. And like we I think too, like surrounding yourself with a network of people who are conscious about it too helps because like I grew up in South Texas and everybody down there just eats fried food all the time. Mm-hmm. Kat and I, like when we hang out and we go to dinners and stuff, like we're both on the same train. But we also splurge and have like In-N-Out Burger. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think, listen, this sounds so cliche, but it's always that moderation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't possibly like carry on with our schedules and the expectations. And we are, we love our 
jobs and our families and all this stuff if we were just drinking champagne and spicy margaritas all the time. Yeah. So it's like you got you have to just plan accordingly and you know, you splurge when you can, you work and sweat when you can and I think we have to give ourselves a break too. I'm yeah. very hard on myself. And sometimes I'm like, too. hello, I just had a birthday. And by the way, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I think it's easy for all of us to be hard on ourselves. I was like, at the end of the day, Photoshop. Oh. <laughs> at the end of the day, Facetune. <laughs> Seriously, download the app Facetune. It's but amazing. at the end of the day, I didn't work out, true story, regularly mm-hmm. until after I had two kids. And in the last like six, seven years, and it's actually more about the way I feel. I yeah. feel better. I'm less irritable. I love working out because I ha- actually get a real buzz, not a champagne buzz. Mm-hmm. True story. Yeah. Not you? No, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure LA, uh, living in LA probably has a lot of pressure, but it sounds like you guys kind of approach it from the right, like how you feel, not necessarily how you look. How is it in New yeah, York? I mean, you to. you have the seasons you have to deal with, and I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, it's much harder it's to like work out. It's like snowing and crappy <laughs> outside. I don't know how you get well, out I think house, she's like, where, You're in Washington, D.C. Is that what you said? Yeah, Washington, D.C. Oh, I thought you were in New York. Sorry, but yeah, well, then you know. Yeah. It's still cold. <laughs> oh, how do you like keep a schedule when it's like snowing and cruddy and sleeting outside? It's so hard. Yeah, you have to have a gym very close by. <laughs> so what do you do? You said you were getting up and working out in the morning. Yeah, well, I'm actually a yoga instructor, um, but I'm, I'm not currently teaching, but I've actually gotten into weightlifting and Pilates and just trying to mix it up and see, you know, other things because I know yoga is not right for everybody. So just kind of seeing what works in my body. So yeah, I do a lot of weightlifting now and Pilates and just try to mix it up and do variety. I think that works best. We I should do. be getting advice from her. I know. She needs to come train us. <laughs> Are you on Instagram? Yeah, no, but you guys, you guys look great. And I'll, you know, you're, <laughs> I feel like JC is going through the drive through every now and then. And, oh, it, all and the then t- also, now and then. So great on camera. So you guys obviously have good balance. I can answer she that question. She eats like a 12 year old boy. It's not fair. <laughs> well, no, I can answer that question Grant, because yeah. this is the trick to JC and terrible my fast food. Because no, I fast love food and just fried food. I in love general. fast I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> that she picks at her food and she doesn't eat much at all. Doesn't eat anything. Thank so you. she'll be like, hey, babe, yeah, like, let's be bad. Let's true. go get Mexican food. Let's I don't, go to, so annoying. And then we get food and I'm like, let's be bad. And I get like two burgers and a she nuggets. Has three and bites. she has three bites. I don't mean to do that. I swear to God. I swear to God on our love that's not like a conscious choice i just i just like to eat a lot throughout the day and little amounts all day so that's my like is that true grant you live with her yeah, she's good at uh, serving sizes. Serving That's sizes. the main key to her success. I don't, I can't eat a lot. <laughs> I can't eat. Like, <laughs> the main key to her success. I can't eat like a ton of food at once. I mean, I feel fucking miserable. I would rather have like a nibble of like nachos from Taco Bell and then like two bites of fries from Chick-fil-A and then like a bite of a taquito from Whataburger. And like, I like to hop around all day. All day, every day. Because <laughs> honestly, if I'm eating healthy, I don't feel like, I don't know. I need I a little I also think binge. you should tell the people that you, I, I get totally guessing, but this is what I think I know. <laughs> we tell Liz, you mean? <laughs> well, but Liz and all the, your friends listening. That's true. Is that you definitely follow the high protein regime. Like, yeah, I, I like think meat. that I'm serves you well. You, you purposely, when you're trying to like lose inches you're all about eggs and bacon if i'm really trying to lose inches if i'm like oh my god new york fashion week is next week and i'm like i really need to like cut some inches 
I either do a sugar-free diet, which I learned through one of our best friends, Stephanie Soktig, who produced a film called Fed Up, which teaches you about the effects of sugar and intake of sugar on your diet. And that really will cut 10 pounds in two weeks if you do it. At least it did for me. Um, Or I stop drinking wine and don't eat as much and don't work out. And then I lose muscle. Well, I think it's what Liz (laughs) is saying, actually, because she was talking about like, She's trying different things. I think the yeah. importance is knowing your own body. Like, yeah. you need to know what you respond to. Yeah. Because what works for cat doesn't work for me, and what works for me doesn't work for cat. And, like, at the end of the day, I want Whataburger and In and Out. Well, and and <laughs> she the, wants <laughs> one bite of Whataburger. <laughs> just well, one bite. And the last part to Liz's question, just to put a button on it, you had also mentioned New York, is she asked about traveling too. Like, how yeah. do you do it? Like, oh my God. I jug. I just found like a new way to manage. Because like, I'll feel skinny like when I'm going to New York, and then by the time I land, I'm like, what the fuck happened? And it is all about chugging water on the flight. What? I, yeah. I thought it was the opposite. I thought no. water made us feel bloated. No, cat. <laughs> like, I buy a huge smart water. This is not sponsored. And, <laughs> and I just chug it. I chug water, 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 water. And then by the time I land, and by the next day, Cat's snapping. <laughs> I uh, I feel okay, and then and I always run the first morning on a trip anywhere and everywhere I am because it sets like your clock. If you have jet lag, well, running, it's kind of become like, your totally, hobby yeah. too. Like you become like you convince yourself to get into running in different cities. Yeah, and it's like my my ritual now. So anytime I'm flying to a new city, especially internationally, especially like on a jet laggy type of flight, like the first morning you're there, if you wake up and just even if you want to just go for a walk, if you're not a runner, like it sets your clock, it sets like your whole like time there. I highly recommend doing that. All right. Well, did we answer your question? I know. Liz? Sorry. We went on for like a <laughs> Yeah. No, you definitely didn't more. I will definitely take that into Liz is like, I need to go to She's bed. like, shut <laughs> the fuck up, bitches. I'm in Washington. Oh All right, God. Liz. Well, Thanks, thank, guys. thank you very much for thank calling you. and uh, look out for this podcast in yes. the near future. I will. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. All right, bye. All right. Bye. Oh my god! Do you think your boyfriend's gonna propose in Paris? That's I know that's, that's what pretty you're good. Thinking. That's pretty what good. she was thinking, kind of, sort of. Maybe we should have brought it up. But no, it seems, but yeah. like, she's like cooking. Like no, that was the last girl. She's not cooking dinner. No, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was cooking. She should she be cooking cool. dinner. If you want your boyfriend to propose, cook him dinner. Oh, the five year the uh, engagement chicken. Engagement chicken. When I when Grant and I were dating, and I was like, I cat's like engagement. Cat is like literally rolling her eyes. Like <laughs> no, please. I'm not. Not all. Grant and I were dating and we're like getting serious and serious and serious. I'm like, is he going to propose? Is he going to propose? Like, I love him and I want him to propose. And so I Googled ways to get your boyfriend to propose. No, you did not. Of course I did. Oh, God. I know. Well, and we thought that actually this is, and I hope again, we always tell these stories, but no one steals this as a movie idea, but we probably want to do it anyways. This, but- this is our best movie idea outside of BJ's for Birkins. Yeah. This is our best movie idea that we have. It's and called Engagement Chicken. It's called Engagement Chicken, and this is how it goes. Okay. <laughs> JC, I'm dating Grant, and I want him to propose. And I'm like, oh my God, he's so amazing. And I'm like in love with him, and he, I want him to propose, and he just invited me on this trip to Hawaii. And there's a helicopter tour planned. And these I are have, all true facts. These about are all it, true yeah. facts about our relationship. And I have this white dress picked out, and I have my manicure. And I was Googling ways to get your boyfriend to propose to you. And I came across a Cosmopolitan article <laughs> that said you should make engagement chicken. Shut the fuck up. For your boyfriend. 
to propose. What was that little yeah, kissing sound? That, that was like, a, like BJ's. That was like burgers. a smacking sound, like yeah, engagement chicken. More like it was code to cat, that it's not about the chicken. <laughs> I know. I was like, should I know what that means? No, that was like engagement chicken. Like it tastes good. Ah, that's what I was going for at least. But it was that, and then. As they say, the comedy ensues after. Well, is there more the comedy the... does ensue because I made the engagement chicken. It took me like a whole fucking day. Hold on, what's engagement chicken? Google engagement chicken, and the recipe will no, come up. I want it. You. It is a rotisserie <laughs> chicken, so from scratch. This ain't no shit. You can go buy at the store that's been like baking all day. You have to like stuff it, put herbs in it. Ginger's looking it up because she's the best assistant ever. <laughs> she's not an assistant. <laughs> She's not an assistant. <laughs> she is the best non-assistant there is. Hey, Ginger, what is oh, the engagement chicken? Okay, wait, keep going. The recipe oh. is like... First comes rosemary. chicken, then comes marriage. Exactly. I told you. Be skeptical if you must, but this recipe may be charmed. Hi, been married for five years. Just saying. It's it like, works. How many ways could the story go? I mean, it's a genius movie. It's a quick... All these like, bitches are making engagement chicken for their yeah. men. Gray and I ended up going to Hawaii... And I thought he was going to propose. It had nothing to do with the fact that he had the baller status to take you to Hawaii. I know. And put you in a helicopter. That had nothing to do with it. It It's really about the chicken. (laughs) But he didn't end up proposing on that trip. What? Were you disappointed? I was so disappointed. Shut up. Grant, what was your thinking? I was really There was no thinking. She literally, we got out of the helicopter and got in the car. And I'm like staring off at this sun and the whales preaching. (laughs) In the distance, and she's like crying. What? I'm like, so this what? Trip's hold amazing. on. This what is happened? so typical of male and female, I and know. like the divide. So you on this entire trip to Hawaii didn't even dawn on you once that this might be about well, an engagement. Can we just rewind? So can I just tell the story. story leading up? Can I just say, like, from my viewpoint, leading into the trip to Hawaii, we have been dating for a very long time. We had been engagement ring shopping already. Oh, Grant Ooh. told my parents that my parents were coming to town to babysit our dogs. And when we came back from Hawaii, we had a huge family dinner planned. So I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the the big announcement from the engagement. This Uh -uh. is the first time I'd ever been to Hawaii. He had a helicopter tour planned. I think I knew that he was going to propose. I knew it. We went on the helicopter tour. We sat in the front of the helicopter, not the back, because it was like we had to share it with other people. And we're like, oh, God, around. deal breaker. Just kidding. Oh, no. Seriously. <laughs> I was like, really? You didn't, you didn't have our kidding. private helicopter? Come on. They're like, no, I want to see you in the front. And like, if you want to buy the video of the helicopter tour, like we sell those. No, the whatever. people in the back looked suspicious. They weren't talking. They looked like they could be in on it. Recording yeah, they really cameramen. Could. And then like halfway through the tour, we were like hovering over a, like a waterfall. And they're like, this is the exact waterfall that the bachelor took a tour on everything circles i'm not even back joking to the it all fucking circles back to the bachelor and remember, they're like i remember that episode propo- yes see right and they're like this is the exact waterfall and grant like conveniently reaches down into the bag and is getting something I'm like oh, oh my god like this is, it. this is happening i had a fresh manicure i had on a white dress and i was fucking ready to get engaged and the asshole pulled out a camera Oh, it's like okay. Oh, he's laughing like you knew. Well, no, it was funny. To, it was. It's very well. The story is even further because it's funny to me because as a guy, one, I tell other guys this story too. Like, if you're going on a trip around that key year and a half on point, you should probably tell Ring the girl shopping. before. It ain't gonna happen. Hey, just so you know, it's not happening. He didn't check a bag. I was like, oh, he's carrying the ring on the whole fucking time. I was like, this is happening. He is fucking proposing. But from my guy dumb 
like you were talking about, like a guy being dumb, is that to me was like the last trip that we went on where we were like, treated as like, this is the last single trip. Like, so hold on. Fuck you. Did you have an engagement idea in your head anyway about a different future moment? Yeah. Yeah. But I had. How much later than that moment? A month, two months. Two months. Exactly two months, almost to the day. How long were you dating at this point? Year Uh, and a half. Year and a half. And we moved quick. That's a whole nother story. But, but Grant, so we, we got out of the helicopter after I realized, and he reached down in the whole, you know, camera. Oh my God. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) We got out of the car. We got into the car. We're driving back and I'm like, I don't want to say it. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I don't want to say, I don't want to make you feel bad. Oh, yes, you did. And he was like, well, (laughs) what? I know. Which is the other mistake a girl can make. I wanted to make him feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't want to make you feel bad, but you're going to feel bad. Right. But a girl, but the same advice that you give me. You should give to a girl in that situation. You shouldn't then try to. I know. Pick a fight about it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right because I knew you would propose at some point, and I should have just backed off. Or I could have been proposing doing. that night in a different way. That's you very already, true. You ruined the buzz. Absolutely right. Grant, you're a very tolerant human. Thank God for Grant. Well, thank God I proposed eventually or else this conversation. And, and <laughs> by the way, thank God he didn't propose in Hawaii that weekend because my ex-boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend I dated yeah. before Grant, was across the island at another resort proposing on the same fucking day to his <laughs> girlfriend and they're still married. It been weird. Still together to this day. It would have been so weird. The, the, it was plastered all over high, Facebook. The high pitch you're saying, that sounds like you're still affected by it. <laughs> Could you bring it down a tone? No, I'm dramatizing. <laughs> is this the uh, uh, pseudo TV host? Isn't joke? that crazy? Hmm. Well, we, they, <laughs> we can't we, say pseudo. We actually love well, them now. Really are in some Kat, I didn't she's even She's very t- nice. She we, actually, she's very nice now. We, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even tell Kat this. Grant, I haven't even told Kat this yet. Yeah. This is like the first time I told her. You all double date now? No, almost. <laughs> we almost double date my ex-boyfriend and his new wife, who he proposed to on the weekend in Hawaii that I was supposed to get engaged. <laughs> Thank God you didn't propose that weekend. But sh- they reached out when William died, our dog, our English bulldog. They reached out and they sent presents and s- the sweetest Whoa. emails. And we Well, loved he was them. involved in Did the early Colin stages of William, yeah. Colin knew William, yes. And and we they they were very, 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 very sweet. They sent a bark box. That's very grown up. I love that. We are grown up now. I love that. And as, as silly and petty as the engagement story was, it all came full circle. And Grant ended up proposing two months later in his own way, which Where? was much more special. I forget. In the... In the <laughs> yeah, so much more romantic in our apartment. <laughs> in exactly. Our apartment. Yeah. It was. It with was. William there. <laughs> yes. Aww, William he was there. Yeah. Grant, there. It was beautiful. And I have this question, though. And I can't believe I don't know uh, the answer it already. It took this long for you to take over hosting duties, Grant? <laughs> Did you know he was going to propose when he did? I had a feeling. Oh, man. You're hard, Not that day, though. I'm hard to trick. Not that day, but I had a feeling it was going to be like soon. In the apartment? No, I didn't know it was going to be in the apartment. Well, what what happened was is she said there are two rules to how you're proposed to be. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, JC. You make it hard. You gave him rules? I know. I'm such a bitch. Because we did, which a lot of people do, I think you, you... some people go engagement ring shopping prior, so like then it kind of ruins of the. Yes, I remember this. Sometimes I remember, it, oh. it ruins mm. the like surprise factor. So she's like, the one, the couple of rules I have is I still have to be surprised, and it can't be on a cheesy holiday Non-holiday. like Valentine's Day and birthday, whatever. And so my take was was that 
yes, I will surprise you, but I'm going to break another one of the rules because the only way to surprise you is to do it on one of those days oh, that was when you're not expecting it. Yeah, high so five, good. Yeah. And yeah, so I did me. it on her birthday. <laughs> that was good. I just burped. Yeah. Have, you, have you been the one burping the whole time? <laughs> Too much cauliflower, told you. April 17th. And so I did it. We were getting ready to leave to go for a birthday staycation, which is what we're doing this weekend, actually. But and not then, for my birthday, but yes, staycation. But this is your birthday now. I'm getting very detailed. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of details. And so as I, as we were leaving in the morning, I knew that I was going to do it before we leave so we could celebrate the whole day. And as we're leaving, I'm like super nervous. Like I go to the other room and get it. And as I'm getting it, she's like, hey, babe, we should take out the trash before we're going down. Yeah. And I was like so disheveled. Like... I had the trash bags in my hand, yeah. which goes to tell you, I, re- I really didn't see you it coming surprised. at that point. He's like, no, 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 put the trash bags down. I'm like, no, we should take the trash out. And he's like, no, trash bags down. I was like, he's like, we need to talk. And I was like, oh. And so I sat down. He was like, no, 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 you stand. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I kneel. And I was oh, like, oh. Now I remember. <gasps> this was the Hollywood apartment. Right. Yes. yes, I remember. Yes, now. the pink on apartment. King's Road on yes. King's Road. Oh, the lime, lime green apartment. apartment. The and lime Grant, green. were you nervous on a scale of one to ten? Yeah, I think uh, actually JC's brother gave good advice, which was write it down because he's like, you're not going to you're going to be surprised how nervous you are Mm -hmm. and you do want to say what you want to say. So it doesn't hurt to have it written down. Even if you don't use it, you don't use it, but you're going to be more nervous than you think. And I was happy you did write down because we still have it. There's like a there's a vault over there in our kitchen that has all a vase a vase a vase (laughs) that has all of like our wedding memorabilia and your thing written down in it. Very special. All right, Kat, do you have anything else you want to say (laughs) to all of the podcast listeners? Just that they have amazing taste (laughs) stopping here at Damsel and Dior podcast headquarters. Because understandably so, JC is um, intriguing and entertaining and clever and like, wow, what a breath of fresh air to have a smart fashion girl in your life that you aspire to be like. So oh, stay on the I train. Love you for the reason, that. I mean, uh, JC should have 17 billion followers. I don't know why she does, but she will eventually. Because <laughs> they're not bought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, but I love that JC is entirely clear on who she is, what she does, why she's doing it, and uh, build it, and they will come, and they're mm. continuing to come. And this is so fun. I love you for yeah. saying that. Thank it's you truth. so much, Miss Kat Sadler. Well, thank E-news. you for being here. Cause to be news. Tell us where and when and how we can watch <laughs> your mu- your beautiful talent, your escapades. Yeah, give us drop cat, your stuff. The catwalk. Give us the okay. give us the one. I'll drop it punch. all. I'll drop it all. Thank yes. you so much. So E News, believe it or not 10 years now e news 7 and 11 five days a week regardless of what city what country you live in around the world you can probably mm-hmm. find us um also e news weekend on saturdays but the catwalk please log on it's the uh, best it's c-a-t-t-w-a-l-k the newsletters are the bomb dot thank you we're trying to inspire a little so it's a little fashion with a little life that's all i little... shop through i buy all my shit through the Shut catwalk up. i swear to god you on the weekends, you're like, this is what I'm coveting. I'm like, fuck yeah, Kat. Oh, She's got the best eye. Nice. Swear well, to God. Ginger. Ginger. Thank you also for being yes, here. Yes, Ginger. Thank you so much. And then much. the last thing I'm going to say is that it's not all super selfish, like fashion, uh, career, um, money-making opportunities. I also, the cool, cool thing, please listen for it. And I know I've been talking about it for a year, but I really am producing my first documentary. Yes. It's in the distribution and marketing stage right now, and it's called <gasps> Women Like Us. Three women 
One Journey to Change the World. So that's oh. coming up and that is a new venture that I'm very proud of. And please buy well, we'll Murad products. I'm not done. <laughs> we'll have you back on for your documentary. Okay, She's sure. still not done. We'll no, talk- but Mirad, Kat introduced me to Murad. Murad. Um. <laughs> Murad. Murad. But we'll you talk did. about the documentary another time. And Murad is honestly, when you get to be my age, it does help with freckles and skin pigmentation issues. And I really legitimately use it. And I have used it for 10 years. And it is an endorsement deal that I've done. That is a skincare line that I'm very proud of. And so I'll tell you more about that next time. You really should. Like Kat's never, she doesn't endorse something unless she really 120,000% believes in it. And she got me hooked on it as well. It's the real right, deal. We'll check it and out. It's a beautiful company with it really is, great they're ideals. They're such good yeah. people. Really they're good. They're so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that awesome. shit works. It works. It's true. All right, Grant's like, I All have right. to pee. Well, thank you very much, oh. Kat Sadler. We did it. First podcast. I can't here. believe it. What Yay! Amazing that trip. was really cool. Ginger, what do you think?